empathy to me is connecting with everything around me so it's not just a human being it's not just another person it's empathy to me keeps you in tune with your environment so you know oh this tree is living it has life it feels so i know how to relate to this tree oh i know this animal so just an animal it's a life force i know how to relate to that so i feel like empathy transcends just me and you being able to understand how you feel but it's being in tune with your environment that everything is alive and you're connected to everything so empathy actually establishes that connection empathy is is there not to remove you from your environment but empathy integrates you with the environment and the community hello what's happening my people welcome to the black moment podcast where we spotlight amazing individuals as they take us through their journey lessons and experiences i am your host cornelius coyote you call me the black strike today i have with me an amazing individual she's an artist and humanitarian mark Sister Sika Amache. I would allow her to introduce herself to you. Sika. My name is Sika Amache. I am an artist and I actually like to refer to myself as a spiritual student because I love to delve into like all aspects of spirituality and then picking up knowledge and understanding from there as well. So yes, that's it. Brief intro. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. beautiful. that's beautiful. I, I, I have come to like see your work. Your first exhibition was like amazing. Like mm-hmm. oh my goodness, was just so beautiful. Thank you. It's. I, I think it had like that um, essence of like you know spirituality in it. Yeah. There's this particular painting that you had that kind of like felt like um, um. How would I call it? Like this piece of like the plan of salvation in a way Mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 kind of like um just having a a veil that helps you to see the other side in a way exactly i try as much as possible to integrate like every part of spiritual understanding in my work not um limiting myself to just maybe uh african traditional spirituality but as well as like other religions like christianity islam because in all sense i believe that all these elements are supposed to come together coherently to actually move this world um into a better place it's that's that's just really beautiful that's really beautiful i i love the way that this kind of like you know you kind of represent these in your art. And, um, I, I saw one of your work too, that um, you were in this like forest and like, you know, to, to give us yeah, a little bit um, that. So that was like um, a brief um, intro that I wanted to show people um, in regards to 
my beliefs and my daily practices so um we tried as much as possible my team and i like i'm i'm actually signed on to um an artist um program that's with the judith ellen foundation so the aim was to like incorporate elements of my daily practice and like in a video form like just to show you in a few minutes the things that i do that actually prepare me to put out the works that i i put out so in the video i was bending some incense i was dancing i was meditating and and all these are processes that i put myself into before putting out a bit of my thought process out there that's 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 really beautiful that's really beautiful i saw it um it's you know it gives us chill kind of you know and um it's soothing in a way too i i really love that um, talking about um, your work, mm -hmm. what inspired you to venture into this? Like, what what is that thing? That okay. So first of all, um, with my art practice, I would say it's been a journey. It's mm -hmm. it's been a, a whole journey of a lot of things coming together to be to become what it is now. And if I should start to actually expand, it, it goes into a lot of places and um, starting, starting the process, I actually felt like there wasn't a bit of um, focus because then I would delve into this and then the next minute I realized that I'd want to do this. But sitting back now and reflecting of, on all of these journeys, I realized how everything has married and come together so beautifully and also in relation to the things that I have gone through personally as a person it's shaped my perspective and it's shaped how I, I perceive the world around me so I really do appreciate the journey now because then when as I thought I wasn't being focused everything is coming together beautifully to become what it is now and sometimes i even tell myself that what is to come i cannot even imagine because i didn't even imagine myself getting here and then i am here so looking into the future projecting into the future it's let's say it looks like a very big scary dream but then exciting because i want to get there and see what that space also holds for me i i love the aspect where you uh um, talked about having this whole pieces kind of like come together like you look back and you're able to connect the dots and you see how much all of those um, running at the skater and like picking up different probably projects and all that mm -hmm. and um, the things you learn from them all kind of Married beautifully, yeah. yeah. That, that that's really beautiful. I think um, in most cases we have this um, this frustration in looking at oh, um, it seems I I'm just jumping from one thing to the other. Oh, I haven't figured it out yet. Sure. No, I should. You know, there's sometimes even people tell you that focus, you know, and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, what's extent of of pressure did you go through before you know getting to the space the pressure was really overwhelming because then back then I would say that I had no idea what I was doing 
it felt like I was chasing a bit of everything, trying to make everything make sense. And one principle that this whole process has actually taught me as a person is sometimes the more you look at something and want to expect something from it, it's like holding on to, to, to an idea and then wanting it to be what you want it to be right then and there. Yeah. But maybe the results that's supposed to come, it's supposed to come five years after, not immediately. Mm -hmm. But then we look at it as what it is now and then we expect that, okay, I'm putting in A, A is supposed to come right here. So then it gives you the pressure from yourself and now externally, family people are looking at you. You're going to school. We expect you to graduate and then become this. And then, okay, along the line, you, you decide, okay, I don't want to go to school anymore. Okay, then what are you doing with your life right now? You pick up this, you want to do it, but then you're like, mm, you know what, let me try this. And then they're like, what, what are you doing? Like, figure something out and do it. Like, just put your mind to it and do it. But then, um, what's that principle? Like I was saying, what I've learned from that or the principle that I've picked from that is not to actually look for something right then and there. Sometimes you just have to let it flow and then just trust that this process is leading you somewhere. So the pressure was quite overwhelming that there were points where I actually broke down as a person because I remember there were nights when I used to cry and go like, God, please let me blow <laughs> like no like i'm doing this project please let me blow but i'm sure god was up there saying it's it's not time it's a process there are lessons you are supposed to learn there are things and beautifully there were some parts that i chose that sitting back now i reflect and then i i realized that if i had gone through i wouldn't be here I wouldn't have been able to handle the mental pressure that mm. that path was going to put on me because there was a point I wanted to be an actress like and now looking at the movie industry now and then the pressure that is actually put on people in that space is something I wouldn't have been able to handle I would have cracked under that pressure so mm. that was God telling me that is not your path mm -hmm. it is part of your story but this is not where we are ending mm -hmm. we are still going so mm -hmm. now he's god is still telling me this is not where we are ending we're still going so we're still picking up lessons in the process that, that that's that's beautiful it's like just trusting god trusting the process and even though um, there are a lot of things that comes within the path and you're like okay i want to do this it might not turn out the way you thought it would turn exactly. out but it's leading you to a particular place exactly. and that, that's actually beautiful i think it is something that um, um a lot of our young people really need to understand the aspects where they they should be able to agree with the fact that yes i haven't figured it out i'm going to um make mistakes i'm going to fail I'm, but I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn. You know, and just not putting so much pressure on themselves. And since we're talking about empathy, first of all, I would want to know what level of self-empathy did you need within this particular time? Because I feel, I feel the the first stage of empathy itself should be empathy to yourself did you kind of like have the thought of like self-empathy within this 
process? So back then, I really wasn't aware of this concept of empathy, even though I knew that there was a feeling that I had. So um, I would say that back then, I used to really, so growing up, I noticed at a point that everything used to affect me. Like I could walk into a space and I feel the environment. I feel the people in the environment and it will affect me. So I will walk into a space and if someone is feeling down, I'm feeling down too. And then I begin to beat myself because I feel like, okay, if this person is feeling down, um, then it's my responsibility to make them feel okay. But then I don't know how to make them feel okay. And then that in turn becomes very overwhelming for me. So me not being able to even grasp what empathy was, um, did not put me in the right position to be able to even extend that to myself. Mm. So I would say that I didn't at a point give myself the grace to make mistakes, to forgive myself, to grow and to learn. So I was wallowing in a lot of self-doubt. I was wallowing in a lot of like inferiority complex. I, mm. I struggled a lot with a lot of things like comparison, imposter syndrome. There were times when I would do something that others would tell me, oh, this is great, but within myself, I don't believe it's, it's, it's great enough. So um, back then, I didn't really understand or comprehend what this whole concept of empathy was. So I didn't even understand being able to extend that grace to myself. Mm. And then now being in this space and understanding what empathy means and understanding what I know now, I know to give myself that room to make mistakes because then we are supposed to change. We are supposed to be changing every every moment. We are not supposed to be this one person or this one thing. So one thing that that allows you to do once you start to extend that empathy to yourself is to give yourself the room and the grace to grow, to, to shift, to change ideas. Okay, I believed this cup was this. I can't believe it's like this tomorrow. And I should be allowed to forgive myself for not knowing enough that this cup was supposed to be like this. But now I know better. So, and even this better knowing could actually be that I could improve on it. So I should give myself that room to actually learn and to understand. So yeah, I think um, I did not quite, like I said before, I, I didn't quite grasp that whole concept of being like empathetic, even though I knew I felt everything intensely mm. i didn't i didn't know how it was and if you don't know something you don't know how to control it you that's don't know true. how to work around it that's true what would be your definition of empathy empathy to me is connecting with everything around me so it's not just a human being it's not just another person it's empathy to me keeps you in tune with your environment so you know oh this tree is living it has life it feels so i know how to relate to this tree oh i know this animal it's not just an animal it's a life force i know how to relate to that so i feel like empathy transcends 
just me and you being able to understand how you feel but it's being in tune with your environment that everything is alive and you're connected to everything so empathy actually establishes that connection empathy is is there not to remove you from your environment but empathy integrates you with the environment and the community wow i love your definition of empathy i i didn't see that coming <laughs> uh, one one thing i would want us to do is let's speak empathy now just looking at your definition um it brings it to different parts you know um looking at empathy from the place of like to your fellow human looking at empathy for your environment um looking at empathy for animals and even like we said in the beginning empathy for yourself so it brings like empathy to like different stages so empathy with your fellow human let's start with that what would you or, or a better way to put it how do you think um or what role do you think empathy plays in our society? So first of all, when it comes to um, my ideas and the things that I, I think, when I'm expressing them, I like to express them in relation to me and um, how I feel and my thoughts process. They're arguable and I mean, it could relate differently to everybody. But then, to me, I feel like empathy is the fundamental. It's, it's something, it's like, it's like a foundation for community building because we cannot be a community without empathy. Mm -hmm. If I cannot relate to you, not just in the things that you're going through, but even in your happy moment, if I, if I cannot relate to you, then how then do we form a community? Mm -hmm. Because there, there'll be discord. I, I don't understand you. And empathy also brings you to the place of, I think it removes judgment from the equation because mm. then it brings me to a place of wanting to understand why you function the way you function, why you think the way you do, why you believe in the things that you believe in, why the things that make you tick make you tick. Because I really want to understand them. I really want to understand you. I extend that to you, you extend that to someone else, we extend that to each other, and then we build a community. So I believe that empathy is a foundation on which community is built. Without empathy, community wouldn't exist. That, that, that's beautiful. To, to further on that, would we say that empathy should be the foundation of relationships too, between partners? Definitely, definitely, definitely. Because then if... I cannot, if, if I can't relate to how you're feeling or if, let me give a clear example. If you tell me that A, B, C, D hurts you and I can't relate to what hurts feels like, I will not see the importance as to why A, B, C, D is hurting you. Mm -hmm. You see, so I will not even see the need to want to change my actions because it affects you negatively. So then how do we move forward in the relationship? Because there will always be discord. So I, it takes empathy for me to be able to understand 
and feel that ABCD affects this person in this way. How about I not do it that way? Let me do it this way because if it affects him this way, it affects me too. Mm. You see, so I, I, I feel like empathy is actually very, very, very essential in relationships because yeah, yeah. yeah you cannot definitely be dating an, a person without emotions <laughs> and someone who's not being empathetic. So yeah, I, I, I would, I would like to fall down on this mostly this aspect of like a um, relationship i feel sometimes we have this way of like um of like looking at it that because of our um social kind of um status or like background it makes it kind of like um impossible for one to understand what the other is going through for example it's like oh um we have this um person who grew up in a western world you know um had no food and water and all that and you know mm -hmm. and then you have this person that grew up in um maybe a third world country mm -hmm. um that's did not have enough and stuff like that and it is automatically thought of that this other person that has that has a different upbringing mm -hmm. cannot understand what it means mm -hmm. not you know even though he has not been in that shoe mm -hmm. cannot like be empath empathetic enough to know what it feels like mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. to go through what the other has gone that through, is, yeah, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. What What is your take on this position? So I feel like, first of all, um, well, it's, it's really understandable that someone who hasn't been in a sort of environment before would actually know what it feels like to be in, in that environment. But then again, if that person is being removed from that setting um, into a place where they meet people who have gone through something and maybe there's a sort of discussion and this person is sort of like sharing with you the things that have gone on especially maybe if there's a war and you've never experienced you don't know what war feels like and this person is trying to like um, explain or maybe have a conversation around what war feels like i think it's just only right for you to want to actually listen to the person and then try and relate to the pain rather than maybe standing um over the fence and go like oh okay because i don't know what this feels like i i actually i don't more or less i don't really care about what's going on or yeah so um the aspect of of actually listening mm -hmm. is it's one aspect of uh, empathy that it's needed. It is important that we are able to like listen more to one another and be able to acknowledge the other's feeling. Yeah. This, this is something that is like i like really i really love your answer to that i really love your answer to that um one one other question i would have 
for you is what instance did did you kind of receive you know empathy from family from friends what instant did, did can you remember that you can share with us that you received empathy one clear example of empathy to me i would really like to speak about my friend <laughs> she's called nadine and she's muslim yeah. okay and i am a spiritualist i believe in spirituality so our beliefs even put us um in that polarity space mm -hmm. of she not being able to relate to things that i speak about but this is a friendship that has sailed beautifully through being empath empathetic with each other because then we have come to a level ground where i can freely express myself to this person and sometimes even before i start to talk she goes like mm, and you felt this way about it right and i'm like yes how did you know this how did you know like i felt abc about this and then she's like well it's because i can relate to what you're saying or i can understand what you're saying even though i'm from a different background so i believe that when it comes to being empathetic and then um listening to people like i said before it removes that barrier of judgment so even if going forward i'm supposed to say give you an advice or maybe you need guidance empathy puts me in that position of removing certain biases that don't agree with you and then give you maybe the advice that you can actually pick from because you realize that when you start to um, advise someone and then you tend to veer towards a certain direction it puts them off completely because it's like okay um, you know I don't really believe in what you're saying or I don't really because sometimes there are people who are going through things that don't even know what empathy is hmm. they don't even know what empathy is so as you begin to talk they understand that oh you know i don't really do xyz so why are you trying to i mean advise me on and even it puts you in a place to ask do you need listening or you need advice because then you want to know what that person needs you to be at that moment mm. because sometimes not everybody venting to you needs advice <laughs> sometimes they just want you to listen without judgment <laughs> that's very true exactly I, I, um... so it puts you in a place of wanting to know what the other person needs so you can meet their needs mm. so when someone comes and is venting okay right now just calm down what do you need do you need me to listen to you do you need me to be a friend or a mother <laughs> so then it puts you in the place of knowing where to stand so do you need me to be a friend or a mother, or a mother? exactly mm. so speaking about my friend it, it, we've come to this balance of understanding each other and now we even communicate beyond our beliefs wow yes we communicate beyond i can call her and we can talk about almost everything that's beautiful that's beautiful wow once again thank you so much sika for your invaluable insight and stories and much gratitude to you our listeners for joining us on this journey Remember to hit the subscribe on the Black Moment. More episodes coming your way. Until next time, 
stay kind stay epic goodbye for now